Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her2 Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Well, good afternoon. Hey there. How are you? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, I'm doing well, doing well. And happy new year to all of our listeners as well. And um, hope you had a good one, a safe one. And um, welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we, uh, Keisha and I, recap both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful. And this week we're recapping December 28th through... Thursday because we got four days this week I think so it's the 31st Um, and so normally what we do before we get started and if you're new here what we do is we recap um, the young and the restless in the first part of the show and then the second half of the show we do the bold and the beautiful and then we also have a segment at the end of the show where we call flip the script and what that is is that myself and Keisha, what we will do is just there's one particular scene or storyline that we wish we could change. This is our moment to put the thoughts out there and how we would change it. So that's how that go. And um, I appreciate everybody from across the globe. Uh, our audience is growing and it's spreading worldwide. And I'm really appreciative and grateful for that. So thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Okay. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into um, the recap for the Young and the Restless. And we had probably four storylines this week, right? Yeah. I feel like the only big one, though, really was Aaron and Ray's wedding. I, I feel mm-hmm. like everything else was just. Maybe a day and a half or something of um, screen time. Okay. Yeah, because we had, um, of course, the wedding of Sharon and, and Ray. And then we had this whole situation with Chelsea and Adam. We saw a little bit mm-hmm. of um, what was going on with um, Amanda and, you know, trying to make a connection with uh, Naya. Mm-hmm. And then we had a little bit of Faith and Jordan. And yep. I think that was there was some Nate and Elena. There was some Nate and Elena. So it was some little bitty sprinkles in there, I guess. Yeah, Lily and Billy, um, and Nick and Victoria was also had a couple little things in there with them. Okay, so where do you want to start first? Um, let's get the let's get the, the I guess the way? big. I'd oh, rather get one? the big one out of the way, and then we can okay little ones okay. after that. 
Okay. So what did you think about the wedding itself with Arturo coming in, how they had um, their mom on iPad or whatever? The whole setup, what was your thoughts? I was actually surprised to see that they brought um, Arturo in. I figured he sorry he couldn't make it. Um, I don't know, something with work or maybe with the baby or uh, I just figured it, they were going to come up with the reason why he couldn't be there. So it was kind of cool that they brought him back come uh, on, for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had Arturo. saw on yeah. um, on social media that the actor, he was really excited about it. So I knew he was coming. I didn't know if you had saw that, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was nice to Mm-mm. have um, you know have him on see anything about him coming back so I like that they uh, I like that they did that because they could you know, you, easily you, just your phone you going in and out um, oh, oh that's it, much better okay um, they could have easily um, we're not going to bother with bringing him back on we'll just make up an excuse as to why he couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't show up. Um, but they didn't. So it was good to see the three of them yeah. back together. I never liked that they got rid of Arturo and Mia in the first place. So. Yeah, I didn't like that either. And actually, Arturo was the first out of the three of them to come on the show anyway. You know, mm-hmm. so I, you know, to I, I was hoping that they was going to keep them all together. But, you know, of yeah. course, that didn't work out. But it was nice to have him back. And then even when yep, they had Ruth, who plays um, mm-hmm. their mom, the girl, she looking good to be 54. <laughs> I got to give it to her. Yeah, she does. She could, she could have easily been another sibling or, you know, maybe she could have played Mia or something, but she, she does not look Yeah, 54. the girl is looking really good. And I remember when she was actually on the show, so many people were having issues with that. And it I mean, well, the thing Why? is, Jordy, because she looked so young, People was like, you know, why couldn't they mm-hmm. get somebody to look older? Okay, well, everybody in their 40s, 50s, and 60s don't always look old, okay? So, for yeah. them to say, get somebody in there that looked like they could be in there, for, you know, be older, a lot of people were having problems with that. And they were actually thinking that he was almost her age. He's in his mid to late 30s and her being in her mid 50s. Okay, it's about almost twenty years. All right. Um, yeah, that's silly. I said that's kind oh, of silly. Oh, girl, they were, and uh, I remember that. seeing it in the groups. You know, there was an issue that when Eva Larue, because I mean she's she's fit, she does not look her age, and so people was like, yeah, you know, it's nice that she, you know she looks, you know, blah 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 blah, but. They should have had somebody that actually looked motherly and older. And I'm like, okay, you can have gorgeous lame, grandmas yeah. and moms. <laughs> right. So cut it out. I mean, look at um, Michelle Stafford. Isn't Michelle yes, Stafford in her 50s? Michelle Stafford is in her mid-50s, too. Sharon well, is, yeah. she should be turning 
Yeah, because she's the same age as me. She'll be turning 50 this year. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Sherry Case will be 50 in next month in February. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. She looks great. And that's the other interesting thing is that that's her daughter-in-law, and they're like four years apart. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but that just shows that you know, just because you're older doesn't mean that you look like you're, you know, about to fall apart. You yeah. know, so. Um, but yes, yeah, she looked as good as usual. I'm glad that they were able to incorporate mm-hmm. Eva. Um, you know, to be she couldn't be per se at the actual set, but they actually had her, you know, on the mm-hmm. iPad. So that was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. What do you think about um, Sharon's dress? I'm noticing that the young and the restless is not doing traditional with these weddings anymore because we look at Abby's dress. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. you know what? I will say for second, third, and fourth marriages, if you get married that number of times, usually you get out of the hole. I mean, there are some women who want to keep it as traditional. But usually by, I mean, mm-hmm. Sharon been married, what, about five or six times now? With different people? <laughs> Something like that. I mean, her, yeah. a right, couple of times she got one. married. She was married to Dylan. She was married to Adam. She was married to Victor. She was, you know. So we talking wedding number five or six. Those type of dresses are yeah. usually what you would find when you've been married before. So it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. It was really nice. I, I like the color. I liked um, that it was nice and simple and mm-hmm. sleek. I thought it looked good. Yeah, on. and I thought the girls' dresses were I pretty did. too. I did. I did, and and they were, you know, they were going according to their age because even though their dresses were similar in fabric and color and everything, um, mm-hmm. Faith's dress looked appropriate for her age, and then. For Mariah, they mm-hmm. gave her a little bit extra because she had open low cleavage in her dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The color, I thought the colors yeah, were I think very it was pretty. like a navy they were, blue I think or something? nice. Something like that one. Yeah, they were nice, like, mm-hmm. kind of dark, I guess, colors that maybe you'd have in the wintertime. There was, there was a little bit of mm-hmm. navy blue, and then um, I think, what, like a dark, dark mm-hmm. green, like a forest green color, and then... I want to say like a burgundy was in yeah. there somewhere. Something like that. So I thought those were um, pretty. And I like the fact that it was kept simple. I mean, it was his siblings mm-hmm. and of course, you know, Eva was on iPad and then it was her daughters and her. Now the only thing yeah. is, which is rare, her ex-husband was also her current husband, best man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is highly <laughs> unusual. That your ex is also yeah, the is. best man to your husband, your new husband. Right. Yeah. So I like that though. Yeah. I, I thought they were they're cute together, Nick and uh Ray. Yeah. That shows so how progressive and thought he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice that they have a good relationship. Yeah, and the thing is, and mo- the, I like the relationship that they have when it comes to raising faith. Yeah, you know, same. Um you know, uh, Ray doesn't overstep too far because, you know, he's mm-hmm. stepdad. But 
But at the same time, Nick gives him the room to actually give direction to his daughter, too. Yeah, he trusts him. Right. Which is, I think, one of the things he said in his speech. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a cop, so, I mean, but yeah, I won't go into uh-huh. that. I don't know well, what yeah, that's what I, I won't go that <laughs> <laughs> In soap world, we talking about Ray the cop, okay? Ray, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we ain't gonna go no further than that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I like the dynamic that those two have. Because at first I was like, hmm, I wonder how this is gonna work. But I'm glad that mm-hmm. the way that the story is written with the two dads, it works out. Yeah. I mean, what could what could Nick possibly, you know, with, with the way the Ray character is, mm-hmm. what could Nick possibly find wrong to where he would have an issue with, right? Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like that they get along and there's no drama there between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and they work for the common goal of faith, which is great. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not working right now, but <laughs> yeah. Did you who who uh, brought up the? The kid thing between them. Did some was it? Were they talking about it with each other? Or did somebody ask Ray if he wanted to have kids? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't remember. I can't remember if it was. I want to say maybe it was somebody else that asked about. Maybe it was Arturo that said something about. Um, oh, was are you talking about the conversation kids. that Arturo had with Abby, which Abby started feeling some kind of way because that's the only conversation I remember when they were talking about kids. No, there was somebody I can't remember who he was talking to, but there was somebody Ray mm-hmm. was talking to, and they they brought up something about him and Sharon. If him and Sharon were going to have kids, and he said something about how um, he didn't. That wasn't something he was thinking about right now because he was busy with um, helping her with faith or something oh, okay. like that. Yeah, I don't remember that. I mean, they probably did. I just okay. I don't. Maybe it just blew past me and I didn't focus on it or whatever. Yeah, because I I remember thinking to myself like, you know what? I didn't even think about them and kids because that was something that Ray wanted. Mm, mm-hmm. Remember how bad he wanted kids when him and Mia were together? He was like super excited that um, he was going to be yeah. a father. And here's the other thing, because at first I thought when I thought about the whole thing with her being so close to his mom's age, I'm like, man, maybe they're really trying to play it down and make Sharon younger than what she actually is. But in she all is. actuality, yeah. her daughter, Mariah and Noah is definitely indicative of her age versus the fact mm-hmm. that Ray doesn't have any children at all. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's definitely an age difference. So it's there. It's noted. You know what I mean? With her being older than Ray. Mm-hmm. They just never really harped on it. Mm-mm. I wonder if that'll come up in the future. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm curious to find out how long this marriage is going to last because in soap world, Unless you're Victor Newman or um, Stephanie and and Eric Forrester or Ridge and Brooke, those marriages, the mm-hmm. outside of that, those marriages don't last long. Same thing with Abby and Chance. How long or uh, what's going to be the, the fact that it's going to eventually break them up? Because it usually happens in soaps. Yeah. I'm curious to find out what that yeah. would it be. Adam, but then you do have those couples. Maybe. 
Yeah. But then you do have those couples that look how long Lily and um her oh male ex were together. Kane, yeah. And the only reason why they're not I feel like the only reason they're not together now is because that actor left the show. Yeah. Um and then we got Lauren and Michael. Yeah, but they hardly ever on canvas. We hardly ever see Michael and, and Lauren yeah. on canvas. And if they do, they're separate. So, like, right now, we're seeing a lot of Lauren in the whole realm of Jack and Sally. And then you seeing Michael for a little bit mm-hmm. when he was trying to defend Billy. And now that's over. We don't see him. You know what I'm saying? But when you actively see Victor and mm-hmm. Nikki together, or Brooke and Ridge, as usual, that's the part that usually we don't find couples like that lasting as long as they do. I mean, that's just my my thought. You know what I mean? So, yes. I don't know. But I, I understand where you're coming from, too. So what do you yeah. Yeah. see what, so what do you think about the interaction between Arturo, Chance, and Abby? Um you know, honestly, I don't really remember much about their interaction other than when he first came on the screen and um Abby introduced them to mm-hmm. Chance. And that's all I that's all I really remember. I must have missed full interaction. Their, their further interaction to me and this is just my my thought and how i responded or reacted to what i saw she don't want to open that door because he's he you know he was like hello you know chance was like um she well abby was like this is my new husband chance and he was like nice to meet you and arturo was going to go on the back she stopped him and said, mm-hmm. well, some things I need to say. And she go on about the fact of how him, you know, her being married now and this, that, and the other. And I hope you find happiness and all that. And that's fine. But I'm like, okay. What, what, what does she need exactly. to stop him for that for? And to mm. me, knowing how Abby, the character, works, she usually liked to stick it to people when she figured, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think it kind of bit her in the butt. Because when he came back with the whole comment about how gorgeous his son is and how him and Mia is happy raising our new son and he's just this ball of joy, then she like, dang, why did I open mm-hmm. up that door? Because now she's feeling some kind of way because he has kids and she has none. And so I'm like, well, mm. I'm going to have yeah. to go back and, and so watch I that. was like, well, you open up the door, counselor. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, she should have just left it like at this point as long as it's been like you should have just left that alone. There was no need to bring up anything in their past. You're mm-hmm. married now. And... Arturo has moved away. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I really truly thought that with that comment she tried to undercut him and I don't think he was being insensitive. He really gave her, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I'm happy too and our son is beautiful and we're in and she and she stopped yeah. feeling some kind of way about that. And I'm like, well, you stopped him and opened up that door. What did you, you didn't think he was going to come back with that? Right. You yeah. know, so yeah. If, mm-hmm. She's I was going to say she's been very sensitive about the kid thing. I wonder if they're going to play the storyline out to where <clears throat> she has um, fertility issues. I don't know. Did, haven't she been pregnant before? Oh, she she lost the baby. She yeah, her and Stitch yeah, her and Stitch mm-hmm. were pregnant and she lost the baby. But she lost the baby because his son um, did a booby trap and she fell down the stairs at the athletic at the athletic club, right? 
Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Right. I forgot so about his It uh, wasn't his like son. it was something physical, you know, that the baby couldn't thrive yeah. in the uterus. It, she hurt herself and lost that baby. Yeah. So I don't know how they're going to play this as if, like you say, if there's issues. I mean, they just started trying. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. But I feel like they're focusing right. on it so much. Like, it's like every time she's on screen, someone has like a comment about kind of some kind of way and all, you know, crazy or whatever. And you know what? I'm... Yeah. And they keep she mm-hmm. keeps pushing the whole, you know, I thought I was going to be pregnant for the new year, but I'm not pregnant yet. So I feel like they, they keep bringing it up as if it's going to be like maybe some issues. But you know what? Her. That's the correct. That's and, the crazy uh, thing on how that works. That's normally <clears throat> how it is. Because that happened with my sister. When you mm-hmm. focus on it too hard, nothing happens. And as soon as she stopped thinking about it, she mm-hmm. got pregnant back to back. So you just you mm-hmm. have you okay. sometimes you just gotta let nature take take the wheel. You know what I mean? So it's depending on how they play this storyline yeah. out on whether that's gonna turn into what yeah, you see it, you know. Yeah, she's definitely being mm-hmm. impatient about it. I mean, I guess they they were talking about kids before exactly. Proposed, so yeah, so they're going somewhere with that. The question is how and where. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, if you do get a chance to go back and take a look at that, maybe you'll see what I'm you know referring to when she stopped him because mm-hmm. it was cordial greetings. He was about to go hang out with Lola and she stopped him to try to tell him about her situation. And then he said about his situation and then she like, Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. that's the kind of stuff that she. Yeah. It's got something to say about something. Was your goal to try to make him feel bad or you know what I mean now that you're married like what was the what was exactly what the you point should have just let him go on to the back and then she didn't even they didn't even stay at the wedding because remember um chance was like you that know, was I'd rather be at home we can cuddle up by the fireplace and do our own thing let's get out of here she was like are we just gonna ditch this wedding and he was like yeah and I'm like oh that's what you yeah doing? how would you like if somebody did that for y'all yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. What'd you say? Was oh, your phone is breaking up bad. I didn't hear me. And leave. Okay, yeah, I your can't... phone is breaking up bad. Now go ahead. What'd you say? Um, I don't know what the going on. I'm not moving around or being not out of the room. Mm, I don't know. That's weird. And I it. It didn't make sense to me that they decided to up and leave mm-hmm. that wedding. Basically, I mean, nothing had started yet, but I mean, kind of in the middle of the wedding, you just, well, we don't want to be here anymore. We'd rather be home. I just thought that was rude. It sounds like you're underwater. Does it still sound like that? Okay, I can hear you clear now at the moment. Hello. 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 
on fire. I'm back. Okay, we are back. <laughs> All right, now what were you saying? Um, I was I was saying to me it seemed like maybe um, Chance wanted to leave the wedding because Arturo was there. Probably. Yeah, it, probably. Hello. Okay, because you faded out. All I heard is it made and then it went silent. I was just saying to me, it made both of them petty. petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just think that, um, you know, I don't, I don't understand why she got. They got all dressed up, show up at a wedding. And then Chance is like, let's get out of here. And I think he might have, speaking on that same subject that I was talking about with her feeling some kind of way about the kid conversation with Arturo, I think mm-hmm. Chance might have probably picked up on the fact that, you know what, the ex is here. She feeling some kind of way about the baby conversation. Why don't I just get her up out of here? Now, that could have been one part of it, too. And then she was like, oh, okay, yeah, we can blow this, you know, popsicle shop, you know. But yeah, um, say it again. I say, yeah, I guess that could have been. Mm-hmm. It. I don't know. I mean, it could have been what you was talking about too, just being plain old rude. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't make any like you. You don't do all that preparing, like you said, all that preparing and getting dressed up, and then just decide before anything even starts. Suddenly, mm-hmm. you don't want to be there, and you'd rather be at home. <laughs> exactly. It just it was like. Really? That's what y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Y'all just going to up and leave? Well, okay. Because yeah, I know knowing funny. how Abby is, if one of her guests did that at her Christmas wedding, mm-hmm. she would be tripping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just up and leave? Y'all yeah. just left and I wanted you to be here, you know. So, But then she could do it to their New Year's Eve wedding. Okay, whatever. But I think that had a lot to do also, you know, like I said, with Arturo, she, you know, and I don't see Chance as the jealous type, but I just think that's because she was uncomfortable. He might have got her up out of there. Yeah. Because I don't I think, think she knew he was coming. I, But I would think that you would have to at least assume that, that the family, yeah. His, yeah, that his brother was going to be there, even if you didn't get like complete confirmation from Sharon or you know from Ray mm-hmm. that that his siblings that all his siblings are going to be there you would have to I would assume that they were coming because they're his siblings right. I wouldn't assume the opposite mm-hmm. and if that was going to be like an issue for her to see Arturo then then maybe it should have been a, a thing where up front she she should have told herself well maybe I maybe I won't go because I don't know how I feel with him being there and I don't know if he's coming or not Mm -hmm. because there's really no reason for her to be there honestly she's not BFFs with Sharon and she's not you know Chance and I guess maybe Chance and Ray being partners now yeah and then I mean Nick is her brother I mean if she wanted to see him but and yeah but Nick was in the wedding it wasn't like he was getting married Mm -hmm. like I'm not going to go to a wedding that my sister is in just because my sister is in it right that that makes sense too yeah 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 so I don't know but yeah I thought that whole thing was unusual for them to just up and leave the wedding like that yeah so 
Let me ask you about Phyllis, because she did Mm -hmm. this at Abby's wedding, and now she's doing this at Sharon's wedding. Mm -hmm. Do you think she should have escorted Nick as his date to that wedding? I I think it should have been totally her choice. Okay. Um, Because I know if it was if it was my boyfriend and let's say I didn't get along with his siblings mm-hmm. or, you know, this, his ex or whoever, whatever wedding, whoever is getting married, if I didn't get along with those individuals um, and I didn't feel comfortable being there, that, then I would just be honest. Like, look, I don't feel comfortable going. I know you're in the wedding, mm-hmm. but I just don't feel comfortable going because me and this person have a history of not getting along. I'll just stay home. You know, I'm sure <clears throat> hopefully you can understand that. And even, you know, Nick asked her to go, but he understood why she didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think, I don't think there's anything wrong with her not going. And I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with her not being at Abby's wedding since her and Abby, you know, had just had a fresh confrontation with each other over that hotel. Okay. So I don't really blame her for not going. Well, the Abby wedding. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, mm-hmm. I thought at this point, especially with everything with uh, Sharon going through breast cancer, that they actually had made some strides mm-hmm. and how supportive Phyllis was. Um, mm-hmm. But she reverted back to this whole thing about how they're arch enemies. And I'm like, but I'm thinking you guys have made a little bit of progress yeah. in this past year, even, you know, to not only support her, you know, I mean, Nick, if because you know, of course, he, you know, he wanted to go, but oh well, he was in the wedding. But mm-hmm. the also the fact that she has been through a lot this year, and to actually see that she's now cancer free, and you know, she was the one that was shedding tears when she found out the girl had breast cancer. So it was like <laughs> for her to say, Oh, yeah, she don't want me there, I'm her arch enemy. I'm like, Wait a minute, writers. You wrote in the script that they actually made some strides with each other. Now you're taking yeah. them two steps back. You know, so... Cause yeah, I, well, I, didn't, I guess I didn't look at it that way. Mm. I know, and we, you know, and that's that's why we have this show, because, you know, we have variances of opinions, mm-hmm. and, and that's fine, and I get where you're coming from, too. You know, um, I, at, but at what point are you going to... Phyllis is not liked by anybody in that town pretty much except her daughter and then sometimes that's are you going to skip every event that Nick goes to yeah I mean at what point are you going to say okay you know what I might not like these people they might not like me but I'll be here for you so what point was she going to do that because I mean if the Newmans he's a Newman he's going to go to events and his family don't like you so are you just not mm-hmm. going to be there for him every time something, you know, some event happens, you know? Um, so I can understand like the more widely, like the more public events like galas and stuff like that, like her going to those, but like the, the more, and that was a small wedding too. It wasn't a big one. Mm-hmm. So things like weddings, like that kind of stuff. I don't really blame her because they're small gathering. Somebody always has something smart to say to Phyllis. Because um, I, I can totally see uh, Abby, even though they didn't stay, but had she gone, I could totally see Abby having something smart to say to Phyllis. I could see Mariah 
you know, having something smart to say to Phyllis. I think Sharon would have been the only one that, you know, would have been fine with her. I think Sharon would have been fine with her being there if she would have shown up. But I could totally see those, you know, a couple of the other people that were there, you know, having something smart to say to her. And I, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want to put up with that. So if it was a bigger wedding where there were going to be more people there that, you know, she's friends with, like Michael and Lauren mm-hmm. um, or Amanda, you know, other people that she can, you know, talk to, then yeah, you may as well go to that. But a smaller, more intimate um, ceremonies like the ones that Abby and and Sharon had, I, I don't blame her for not wanting to be there. Yeah, well, you know, um, sometimes with your significant other, it gets to a point where they're like, dang, this girl don't go nowhere with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> At what point is, are you going to compromise and be of support, you know, the way that they had it set up? It's like every time some come up, because I mean, yeah, he might have an event with New Hope or something mm-hmm. like that. But more often than none, the way that they script this show is the Newmans and the Abbots are always involved in something. So for them to have whatever event, um, whether it's somebody getting married, somebody having a baby, somebody having something, the Newmans are usually somewhere around, especially when it comes to Nick, even if it's, you know, a fundraiser or like they did the art gallery thing for Noah, a Newman is going to mm-hmm. be around somewhere. So at what point are you going to have to just say, you know what, I'm going to be here to support them. I'm strong enough to stand on my own. If they say something to me, I don't have to deal with it, you know, mm-hmm. but I think she can pick her. I think she can pick and choose her events. Mm-hmm. Or I think they can pick and choose the events. Yeah, that she does. And if it's some, if it, I I think a gala or the art thing is like a more widely open event, then that would make sense for her. To, while she's like saying that she doesn't want to go to stuff like that, then yeah, it would probably start to be an issue. Yeah, but. I mean, as long as she's going to like those type of things and she doesn't if she doesn't want to go to like the the smaller things, then I I think that's reasonable. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, What do you think about now with Adam? Now Uh, him popping up there. Do you think it would have made a difference if he didn't go see Sharon do her wedding thing and go straight home and help Chelsea or wouldn't it matter either way? Um, I mean, there wouldn't have been anything that he could have done for Chelsea mm. other than call the ambulance. Right. So I don't, it wouldn't have mattered, but if Chelsea finds out that that's where he was at mm-hmm. while she, you know, was having her medical emergency, then she's going to, she's going to feel some type of way about it. Yep. Like, why are you showing up at her wedding? And that that excuse that he gave Phyllis about, I just wanted to, you know, make sure that she was happy. And I can tell by the way, you know, the the way they were looking at each other at this ceremony or whatever it was that he Mm -hmm. said that she's truly happy with Ray. So what if what if she wasn't? Were you going to interrupt? Yeah, I was not happy. You know, I'm an Adam fan. I was not happy about that moment. I'm like, and I'm up in here looking at TV like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Why are you here? He just couldn't stay away. You know, I'm like, dude, you supposed to be getting food. Phyllis just read you the riot act at Crimson Lights. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you trying your best to prove otherwise. 
you turn around and validated everything she said by showing up at mm-hmm. society. Yep. No reason for him to be there. There's no reason for it. And, and the thing is, is they had already told you who was at Abby because he showed up at Chance and Abby's house first, remember? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> they had already told, look, it's closed. Don't even think about coming here. Blah, 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 blah. And what you do and for what? Because my thing yeah. is, what if you did think you saw what you saw? Oh, yeah. Look at mm-hmm. her face. She's not really happy. What were you going to do? Break the place down and say, I'm going to marry you? Right. Girl, I didn't even. I was like, why? Did I, this makes this whole thing worse. Now, it's one thing that he just got through dealing with AJ Montalvo's death and not knowing about it. Now you got more guilt because, first of all, the girl hurt herself in the elevator that you cut the power off to. Yep. which led to this situation and then you turn around you two seconds and a day late and a dollar short and you come in she on the floor yeah I, I'm like can they get his character a break <laughs> yeah and that's why that's that's why I'm saying with this whole marriage with um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, Sharon and, and Ray mm-hmm. the only the only thing that I can see breaking them up is Adam. Yeah. And with him going through all of this begging that he's done with Chelsea mm-hmm. to get her back, if they turn around and go back down that road of Sharon and Adam possibly being together again, it's just, I, I don't know. Yeah, we I wasted like a year. Yeah, exactly. It was it would have been a waste all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, you had them in the same orbit in the fall of 2019, going into 2020. Mm-hmm. You removed them when you had the whole breast cancer storyline started in I think February or March. And then you put her in red orbit, remove Adam from that, and then if you turn around and break them up all to bring Adam and Sharon back together after all of this none. They was in the same hotel room. She was counseling him, falling apart. Mm-hmm. You could have put him back together then if you missed the boat in 2019. Yeah. Girl, I was like, what are y'all doing with this guy? Yeah, right. So, yeah, I was not happy to see him there. I'm like, what are you doing there? <laughs> yeah, so I wonder if it, if they're going to let it come out that uh that he did pop up there and the only way it would come out is if Phyllis said something oh there's a tidbit she did she told she told Nick and that he was oh yeah and you know I I usually throw nuggets out there yeah they're gonna find out you know um well Phyllis tells Nick about the fact that she ran into Adam so I'll mm-hmm. just, that's the only piece I'll give because there's other big moving parts to this thing and it's, it's it makes this whole situation a whole lot worse. But you guys will get to see that on Monday the 4th. Um, I was thinking what was going to happen was um, Phyllis and what's her, Phyllis and uh, Chelsea were going to run into each other and you know how Chelsea likes to she has these moments where I feel like she tries to be the the high and mighty mm-hmm. you know whatever about her and Adam's relationship um because she's so insecure about mm-hmm. it I, I had a, I, I was thinking that something like that was going to happen with Phyllis and Phyllis was going to be like well if you guys are so secure I was here at Sharon's wedding like something like that and you know what the thing <laughs> is I won't say it's going to happen in the next week or so because 
you know, um, like I say, this whole situation gets worse next week. But mm-hmm. I could see that coming down the road that she, if mm-hmm. you know, that could be a possibility that, you know, because Phyllis, like, as much as she don't want people throwing stuff up in her face, she loves throwing stuff up in other people's face. Yeah. And she'll definitely throw that nugget out there. And my thing is, why are you so mad at Adam at this point? I mean, the only thing that he had did to her was the fact of the hotel, which he sold off, which, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at one point, they were they were running buddies. They were friends. They were, yeah. you know, doing underhanded stuff together. So, all of a sudden, now you his arch enemy. Why? Because he didn't become your friend? You know, I don't... Go ahead. What were you about to say? I was just going to say, I don't know that she would do it because she hates Adam or because she wants to try to hurt Adam. I think it would be more so of her wanting to hurt Chelsea because Uh, she doesn't like Chelsea and she knows that that's something that would hurt her. Mm -hmm. Not not really thinking about the consequences for Adam. Got you, got you, got you. That makes sense. And knowing her in passing, she would be like, oh my God, I remember, see, I ran into him. At Sharon's mm-hmm. wedding, briefly, and oh yeah, he did say he was bringing food home to you. Just something passive aggressive yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? It'd be interesting to see how they, <laughs> you know, unfold that thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't really feel sorry for Chelsea because Chelsea, Chelsea knows how Adam feels about Sharon. She knows. She chooses to ignore it and she she thinks that eventually those feelings are going to pass for him and I don't think Adam's feelings for Sharon will ever pass I think he um he um he hides them and he like pushes them down when he knows that he can't have her when he knows he doesn't have a chance but I don't think he will ever be over Sharon um and she chose to get back with him after you know after witnessing him professing his love for Sharon and Ray, she she chose to get back with him after that. So I, I don't really feel sorry for but her. But you know what? Point. They both do it. Both him and Sharon does that because Ray chose to, yeah. as much as Sharon was running and riding and dying for Adam doing this whole thing, even though she went, like, and I think, remember uh, when we was talking about this, I think the term you use, she went above and beyond what's necessary Mm -hmm. in her position for all of this stuff and he was still you know and honestly there's a little bit of some things feelings that's going to come to the surface before she go on her honeymoon so Mm -hmm. they you know my thing is they should have just put these two together in the first place they're great on screen chemistry they're a couple anyway so they could have rolled this thing out but because they didn't, now you got all of this other stuff that's surrounding this. And like you say, on Chelsea's part, she loved that man, uh, honestly. And I think a lot of it got to do with the fact is because he's mm-hmm. dark, so is she. Because on the flip side of this, she did the exact same yeah. thing to him when she was mm-hmm. with Nick. You know, you threw yeah. all up in his face yeah. and his sons and all this old kind of stuff and then all of a sudden you end up over there. Well, guess what? Chicken's coming home to roost. 
Right. And I will say, so the only the only difference, not not mm-hmm. because, and this doesn't mean that because she did this, it her feelings mm-hmm. are less for Adam than what Adams are for Sharon. But she had the opportunity when Adam told her that he wanted mm-hmm. to be with her to be with Adam, and she didn't do it. And you know, she she's I I feel like she was making mm-hmm. the smart decision for herself and her mm-hmm. life and what she was currently going through but she, she had she had the chance and she didn't take mm-hmm. it. She, didn't, she didn't want to take it she told Adam no whereas Adam wanted to be with her and tried mm-hmm. to be with her and he didn't get what he wanted so I think from that standpoint when it comes to Chelsea I think that would make me very insecure and you know I, I would be I would be more insecure knowing that he attempted to be with her, which I don't think I don't think she knows that part of it. Definitely. When they were sitting in the the, uh, mm-hmm. the coffee house and he told Sharon that he wanted to be with her, she only knows about um, what she overheard him saying to, to Ray, which is they're always going to be like right for each other or whatever it was that he was saying to Ray, but. I guess that would be the only thing um, on Chelsea's end that would make me that would make me worry is that she knew like he actually attempted mm. to 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 try to get with Sharon. Okay, and got turned down. Gotcha. All right, so that actually all that encircles that I mean um, encircles that entire wedding because that's where we started with Bray and Sharon's wedding. <laughs> So, um, let's see. Yeah. That was the biggest piece. Like you said, let's get the big stuff out the way. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about the, the whole thing with Tessa in this song? And then at the end of mm-hmm. the day, she ends up leaving. So she had to do this gig. I don't well, get I don't it either. Unless there's that. something behind the scenes where they only had a short period of time. To have, I, I don't know. That was weird because it was like, oh my god, I gotta leave town. I gotta perform in New York. I'm the headliner, and then she was like, here, use the song on 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 video. I mean, on audio, and play that instead. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, it just seemed like a maybe that was just like a space filler or something because they didn't yeah, have that any was weird. Anything mm-hmm. to fill in? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. Parts I didn't, of the show. I didn't get that. So, okay, yeah, it makes sense, right? I guess everything doesn't have to make some um, type of thing. Okay, so <laughs> the other pieces were um, the whole thing, like I said, a little bit of Nate and a little bit of uh, uh, Elena, and then of course Devon and um, Amanda. When it comes to Elena. this Elena, I mean, um, not Elena. Um, what's her name? Naya. Yeah. So, what? What's your thoughts Naya. on that? Um, with the whole Nate and Elena thing, I, Nate is still being Nate is <laughs> turned into a creep, in my opinion, because I feel like mm-hmm. he's still trying to push Elena into something that she's not ready for, because he he. 
he suggested that they get a room and at first she was kind of like she had this look on her face like she wasn't sure about it and then she agreed to do it and then they got up there and she's like you know I'm not ready for this and it's like Mm -hmm. this woman has told you how many times Nate that she wants to take things slow and that she's not ready and you still continue to suggest um, things like going out of town together or getting a room or you know whatever other things he suggested so far and it's like at this point you need to let Elena tell you when she's ready because he's being pushy and it's just yeah. he's coming off very yeah because when he's like let's just go get a hotel I just don't. I'm like really you know I mean yeah I mean so that he's still annoying me at least if you're going to introduce that subject, you know, go gently instead of saying, let's go get a hotel. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's no right or wrong way. Yeah. to. Uh, yeah, it is a wrong way to address that. But I mean, in this particular scenario, it, it like you say, it just came off weird for him to like, hey, I'm going to go get a hotel room. And she's like, uh, uh, well, uh, I'm like, dude, that's your cue to back off. Right. Yeah, and this was this was after last week when he suggested when he, you know, tried to get her to invite him up mm-hmm. to her apartment when she when he found out that Lola wasn't there. And she's like, no, I'm not ready for that. And and now this week, you're trying to get a hotel. Yeah, let like, her, you know, leave her alone. Y'all let her figure breathe. it out. You know, <laughs> I mean, if, if, if anything is going to come from that. I mean, because the situation, it wasn't like, and see, this is what yeah. un- Nate don't seem to understand. This wasn't a situation where they had been really, truly interested in. They've been sneaking out, having lunch dates. They've been sneaking around, kissing on each other. They, You know, it hadn't been a long progression of intimacy between them. She was right. feeling some kind of way because she was mad at Devon. She came back to the doctor's office and decided to sleep with him. So it wasn't like this ongoing affair that now, yep. she, you know, Nate knows that she interested. He could have been easily a one night stand in her case. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The, there, there was no indication before right. that night. Like no, no little flirty eyes and none of that and, until that happened. And right now he's trying you know, to jump into this like, full dude, relationship. You with don't her. even know where you stand with her, and plus this com- it's coming off of cheating up with with your cousin's girlfriend. At what point do you want to? Because he's taking yeah. Devon's words literally, like you know, everybody, we should just all move on, dude. It ain't that simple. And Devon lying to himself too because he was, yeah, he's still hurting too. He's just trying yeah. to save face. He's still hurting. You know, so for him to take that and run with right. it and say, oh, okay, you okay with this? All right, cool. Uh, Elena, let's go get a hotel. No, bro. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, as Devon's cousin, he should have been exactly. doing whatever he could to work on his relationship with Devon instead of mm-hmm. trying to jump into something with Elena. Because let's say... Let's say Elena was okay with, you know, him, her and Nate mm-hmm. taking it further and it lasts six months. Now you done lost your mm-hmm. cousin because you were basically a jerk to him during this whole thing. 
and you don't have this girl that you was trying to go after now either. So you didn't. You basically ruined your family. Exactly. Over and a the other thing about that too is that, like you say, he needs to repair that relationship. Just say Elena said, "I don't want to be bothered with both of y'all," and she just ride into the sunset. And the sunset. I mean, he has to now deal with his cousin. So how do we fix this now that she's not even in the picture anymore? Right. Yeah, and 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 if I was Devon, I'm I would be thinking like you didn't you weren't worried about my relationship when Elena was in town, but now all of a sudden she's gone, or now right it's, right it's a little bit and too, now she should have been working on that as soon as possible, like you said. Right, right, first, and then Elena should have been second. Like repair your relationship with your cousin, mm-hmm. and then if Elena mm-hmm. is still something you want to pursue. Let Devon mm-hmm. know that and move on from there. So yeah, I just I can't mm-hmm. I, I can't stand seeing Nate. And then what about the whole thing with Naya and Amanda? <laughs> um, I think there's going to be mm-hmm. I think there's going to be more to that story than what Amanda is assuming because right now she's just assuming her mom just didn't want to have anything to do with her and you know basically threw her out like she was trash so I think mm-hmm. when she when they finally do speak I think she's going to find out that it was a lot deeper than she just I honestly like believe that and two kids. okay and this doesn't qualify for flip the script because the script don't exist. But I'm thinking, and this is just my mm-hmm. idea of what they may go with. I honestly think that they're going to probably have Naya say, look, I was in a family that was extremely con- conservative or whatever the situation may be. And having a kid at that time out of wedlock, I was in college, I was young. They didn't want the embarrassment and the shame. I wanted to keep you, but my mom said I couldn't. Who knows? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then yeah. it's totally yeah. opposite of what she may be thinking, which was, you know, oh, she just didn't want to take care of me because she didn't want no kids, you know. So, but it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. Yeah. But she keep calling and hanging up. <laughs> And Naya's like, who is this? Why are you calling me? <laughs> I mean, I would get concerned too. Somebody keeps calling from the same number and not saying anything. You been a blo- she better watch it, knowing how these phones are, you get blocked. Right. And she didn't she she said that they were uh something she's in like, a political I don't know, it was something. Fam- wait. Was it was it the family that she grew up in in politics or the family she's married into, the mm. mom is married into is now in politics? Maybe it was the family she grew up in. Bad, and that's right, why she exactly. said she gave Something up for adoption about that. because it would look mm-hmm. bad. Um okay. So yeah. who else is left? We gotta talk uh oh, Faith. Um, Girl, I can't and and, oh, and, yeah, and I thought about you sneaking out the hall. Every time this scene came on this week because <laughs> you was telling telling um on well you were saying on the show last week about 
this girl being so much older, looking you know, looking older, being um, eighteen in real mm-hmm. life, and of course, you know, the girl that plays Faith is like thirteen, fourteen, and I'm like, oh my god, this just don't, <laughs> just don't look right. Yeah. And it I mean, she wants to, and that's the crazy <laughs> thing. She gets so many people, especially like Lola is now hanging out with her. And, you know, of course she got Summer and, and Mariah and whatever. And I understand sometimes you want friends outside of your family. But she so desired to have a friend, the wrong friend, that she's willing to steal alcohol from her mama's you know liquor yeah. area cabin or bar or whatever and stick it in her purse and then send it to her I got a surprise for you I'm like ooh and this girl's like yeah well what is it you know and it's like oh my god this is bad <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she just being a, a stupid teenager unfortunately I wonder how that's going to get that, you know, that's going to get busted. And I was thinking, I was thinking Mariah was getting bad vibes from her when they were at the coffee house and Mariah was, you know, trying to hold a conversation with her and Jordan was being Mm -hmm. a little, you know, kind of, yeah, trying to, yeah. But then when she offered to take her to Jordan's house um, after Faith asked Nick at the wedding, I was like, oh, well, maybe Mariah didn't get bad vibes from her. I thought Mariah was yeah, going to like, I'm wondering where they're going to go with this. Is, it, is she going to get caught, get in trouble, go to jail? Is something bad going to happen? Was it a car accident? You know, CBS has a way of, yeah. like, you know, when Steffi was taking them pills, it was about, um, you know, dealing with opioids. Maybe this is about underage drinking. I don't know. They had the thing mm-hmm. with the breast cancer with the AMA. I mean, not AMA with the um, breast cancer association, whatever. But um, so yeah, I'm curious to find out what direction they're gonna take this to. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah, yep. something's okay. gonna happen. Um. So what about what do you think about the conversation that Sally had with Jack and Lauren about summer? Jack was standing behind the door listening because you know Sally was telling um, Lauren about you know pretty much a sob story you know of course Jack is feeling some kind of way about it you know Jack likes to help everybody but um, I don't know I just it's just been pretty typical of what Sally has been doing you know, I mean, do you think it was legit or do you think she was giving us a op story for a reason? Well, that mm-hmm. was, so that's that story. You now, that part story is about true, but why are you using it? So that was fine. I, um, I can't remember how oh, it even uh-huh. came. I thought Lauren asked her a question and that's how she went into her upbringing. I can't remember exactly. But what I didn't what 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 caught my eye with that scene was um she brought up that the fact cool. that um 
what's his name that's not there anymore. Uh, Are you talking Jack's Theo? Mm-hmm. That's not there anymore. It just Theo, yeah. She brought up the fact that um, Theo convinced Summer that mm-hmm. uh, Sally was out to get her, and she had some words with with Summer. And she was basically telling him, like, you know, I may have overstepped. I had some words with Summer because of what Theo told her, and um, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're not getting along right now, or whatever it was she said. And um, I, I, I'm just thinking to myself, like, you are your Lauren's assistant. You mm-hmm. have, you really don't have any standing in either one of those companies. So the last thing you need to be doing is that's the last going off on some of the way she right. went off on her. Because if yeah, because if I was Lauren, I'd be like, um, you know, I know Summer. I've known Summer since she was born, and I feel like you've brought nothing. Well, I won't say she's brought nothing but drama, but between Lauren and Jack, some of the conversations that she's had with Sally is has got this um i don't know kind of like this feeling behind the way she feels about summer and the way she feels about kyle is like she's got an issue with both of them because you know they're from well-to-do families and Mm -hmm. they've achieved these high positions in these companies that she feels like she should have so my my feeling is if I was Lauren or Jack, I I, I don't know that I would want to take a chance on you continuing your obvious, you know, I don't want to say dislike, but she's got an issue with with both of them, with Kyle and Summer. And I I would probably let her go. Like you're gonna have to find an opportunity somewhere else because mm-hmm. I can't have you coming in here bringing issues That's true. with both of our companies. I mean yeah, she's causing. Uh, I mean, she definitely. I guess with Theo being gone, she definitely figured that. Oh, let me put it out here. Theo said that this, that, and the other, and you know. And I'm sitting up there like, because I'm like, girl, please, <laughs> you know. So it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, you know to see how they're going to go, you know, especially with Summer going to, as we saw in the previews for this coming week, Summer's headed to L.A. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering if, I'm hope it would be yeah, nice if they did a that. crossover. Yeah, because like who will you be talking to? Are you just it. going to, are they going she to play this where she just happening here? Oh, I was talking to some people and some of my contacts said Sally did this at Forrester. Or are you going to do firsthand and go over and talk to Steffi or Hope or that would have been cool if she could go over there for Mm -hmm. a day or two. Mm, Exactly. Well, she did. She said she was going. I just hope that they show it. I hope that it's not one of those things that she says she's gone and then like a couple weeks later she's back on screen and she's just telling us about her conversation with whoever mm-hmm. she goes to talk to at Forrester. Like I want to actually see her on yep. the beautiful. That makes sense. I would like to see that too. Okay. Did we cover everything for the Young yeah. and the Restless? 
The only other thing that happened was, um, and you mentioned this last week, um, Phyllis overhearing mm-hmm. Kevin talk about that flash drive and how it's got some Newman information on it. And here she goes. Yes. Trying to, you know, butter, yep. butter Kevin. He, she sure did because what he before, knows. was that before that? It was a part, a little piece in there. Like, cause you did bring this up earlier in this show about this whole thing with Victoria showing up and, um, you know, uh, Phyllis is like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to be cool. I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to take the high road. And of course, Nick was so impressed by that. And then when he did have a conversation with Victoria, he basically yeah. said, you just sound like our father all over again. Oh, that's the other thing he said was, I like you better. Yeah. Basically, he likes her better when he's when she's with mm-hmm. Billy. Because she's, she loses she's much. lost her sense of humor. Basically, she's got to stick yep, up her pretty butt. much. And I, when they said that, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, she probably going to set this up when she goes after him. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, this whole thing with Lily, Billy, That'll be fun to watch, and Victoria. Yeah, that would be interesting. So, we got everything covered for Young and Restless now? Okay. All right, let's jump into the second part of the show, which is for the bold and the beautiful. And we got two storylines. Zoe Carter Bridge Paris. And then we have my son is giving me the eye because his name is Paris too. He thought I was talking to him. But, um, and then <laughs> we have, um, of course, the story with Steffi and Liam and this whole thing, you know, what happened a couple weeks ago. So, which piece you want to take first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's been going um, on for let's a start while. With it's like, yeah, same old, same old. First. Only thing is, the girls. Well, before yeah. we even jump there, I thought sure that Liam was going to tell Hope this week. He was right there. I did too. He was and right Hope- there. Go ahead. Yep. And and they, mm-hmm. you know how mm-hmm. how frustrated we get with how they make Steffi look stupid. They doing the same thing with Hope. Her old dumb gullible butt talking about oh, you had a surprise for me because that was the excuse that um that Steffi came up with when she busted in on them having that argument over you know not telling Hope mm-hmm. was that Liam Liam had a surprise was uh, setting up a surprise for her right because you can and it's like Hope you cannot be this dumb for you to have walked in on that intense conversation of them yeah, yelling I mean, at you each can other tell by the energy in the room that it was not a great thing. It was a bad thing. You can't tell her. No. And then <laughs> she, oh, it was just a surprise right. for you. Really? Not with the way y'all was talking. That don't sound like a surprise for me. Yeah. Exactly. Uh yeah. Yeah, so they Very they making so. her look mighty dumb Very right now. So. 
And Steffi is getting on my nerves too, honestly. Like, if he, I don't know. This is this is not just her secret. It's his secret. And it's obviously, it's tearing him apart. And if he's going to be honest with his wife about it, that's his choice. That ain't, you can't control that. You, you, you messed up. So now you got to face those consequences. And those consequences are you slept with a man who is married, who also has a conscience and wants to tell his wife what happened. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, so it makes her look really bad because it. it's like you're trying to control him. And at the same time, you're trying to control him all over a lie. You know, and like you say, it's not just your secret. He's yeah. a part of this. And the thing is, she can see that it's eating him up. And she, it's like, she don't care. You know, it's like, I don't care if it's ripping yep. you apart mentally. You're going you gonna to need to keep this a secret. And sure enough, just like we yeah. said last week, she's taking a pregnancy test because she's pregnant now. So that goes back into what we were talking about last yep. week about them having this baby yeah. in her storyline. Yeah. I just... I just don't like Ugh, going through I, I this. So why do we have to take Steffi back down the, I'm just so the father road again? You know, it'd be different if they're working her. Because, I mean, I've seen that on many TV right. shows, stories, whatever. That somebody's pregnant and they work it into the storyline. Okay, that's nothing new. But we didn't bend down this road of who's the daddy before with the same person. At least make it organic that okay, she found this new man, yeah. she's back to work, she and she got pregnant by Finn, and maybe move on that way. But now Liam is still involved again in the who's the father situation. It's just horrible, right? It's just white. I I just. I just wish that they would have, like I said last week, I, they didn't even have to address the pregnancy with her character. They could have just continued to hide her real life pregnancy is that and it was not brought choice. it into the show. And that's the only thing I can think of. Maybe she, because last time she took a lot of time off. We didn't yeah. see her on screen for a while. So I'm thinking maybe she said, no, nah, you know what? We, hey, I have no problem mm-hmm. using my pregnancy in the show. I don't want to take this time off. Who knows? Maybe Jackie wanted to do it. So mm-hmm. I guess that's also because she didn't do it the first like lazy writing with her me. son um, that she has now. I think that boy about to be two. I think, yeah, I think he was about to be two. And then now, of course, with the second child, she probably was like, you know what? No, nah, I'm going to work. I'm going to work all the way up to the end. And then we can add the baby in. But then what that does, that give Liam mm-hmm. three kids and give her two. Yep. Well, she's going to have, yep. it, right, if, she, if they make it Liam's kids. That's if they gonna, make it Liam's kids. Hopefully they make it but Liam. with Steffi, she got two kids now. Mm-hmm. So... Anywho, yeah. Um, what else we got on that side? You see Hope talking to Thomas. He seems pretty low key and mellow. It wasn't much there, but she was confiding yeah. in him about 
I don't know what's going on. And, you know, because uh, remember, he had to rush out when she called him over. And that's the other crazy thing, because Hope, I mean, um, Liam said to Steffi on the phone, I'm really in the middle of something right now with Hope. I'm going to need to talk to you later. And she was like, I don't care. You need to come over here now. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> that's that girl's wife, husband. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. You just mm-hmm. Right. And she she's sitting there looking all goofy, like, well, maybe it's something with Kelly. You need to go. You're not gonna summon my husband yeah, to your house I'm, because mm-hmm. with with no explanation as to yeah, what's going on. That's the crazy on. thing because she because mentioned nothing about Kelly at, at all. Because of course Kelly was out with Amelia. But the first question should have been from Liam, unless this is about Kelly. Yeah. Oh shoot. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna flip the script. What? But I hold that on. I hold that on. But yeah, she can't. Oh. Don't do that. <laughs> you gonna tell somebody they gotta drop what okay. they're doing because you need them there? No, I did. I talked to you in a little while. So, um, yeah. And it also bothers yes. me that that. Hope continues to confide in Thomas. Like, you know, you already know, and not saying that Thomas is going to use this to, you know, try to mm-hmm. get her to, I don't know, somehow fall in love with him. But that's what he's done in the past. And you already know how Thomas feels about you. So why on earth would you go to him and confide in him about um, something possibly going on? you know, where Liam and Steffi are concerned. Because one of the first things she says is it's not what it's it's not what you're probably thinking. It doesn't have anything and it's not anything like you that. You don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I think it might be something with Kelly. But you don't know that. Yeah. It's so I don't know. He just keeps doing stuff like that. And it's like you want Thomas to leave you alone and you want Thomas to stop, you know, professing his his love for you, but yet mm-hmm. you still run to not run to him but yep. you still do things like confide in him when it comes yep. to Liam you know and, and he, he should be doing that like yeah uh-huh. hmm. yeah <laughs> so yeah I don't know it's just weird if you guys are going to put Thomas and Hope together I mean would you be open to that Okay. I wouldn't. I, it wouldn't bother me. I just Ooh. don't want them to put her in. Oh Finn man! I hope that this, don't work. You know, that she put with, that they put out. hope with Finn. No, 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 no. Because you, I mean, that was. Yeah, because the thing is, yeah. I thought every, so the stars were aligned, and the planets, and the universe, and all of that was aligned when they put him over there with hope. And they brought Finn on for Steffi. And I'm like, oh, yay, Steffi got a new man. And then here we go. Mm-hmm. She don't even know if she's pregnant by Liam now. And my thing is, with Finn yeah. sitting across talking about how much he feel about her, that picture yep. is sitting right behind her head. And I'm like, dude, can you say, look, how long are you going to keep that dude's picture yes. up there on the wall with you and him looking at each other? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think they had that conversation like once. I, she said and that I she, what she wants said, her um, daughter to see to both her parents happy. That That's thing. what she told him. Yes, and it's like she can see y'all in the flesh no, being so happy. She used that she same excuse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Or you can shrink that, shrink that picture down to a you five know, by seven I mean, and put it girl, in. Kelly's I room. just, I hate that the writers brought <laughs> Liam right back into this nonsense. You had got them, you gave her a man, you gave Hope a man. We could have moved on to something else. Yeah, I'm not happy about that storyline at all. Right. And how how odd was it to you when? Um, Wyatt and Flo just walks into well, Steffi's house while how, Finn how many is there. Times Finn is I have like, been uh, saying over the time hello? we've had this podcast <laughs> that bold and beautiful people need to lock their doors. How I mean, how is it that they can just walk in people's houses? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then Flo, like, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just weird to me that now all of a sudden Flo and Steffi are apparently okay with each other. Girl, like she was talking to Steffi like the writers have a way years. of cleaning up like, storylines real girl. quick. Because Steffi was like, mad for a while over that thing because of that baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now all of a sudden everything is all good mm-hmm. between them. Which, yes, I get I get the soaps do that with storylines, yep. but I feel like they've done that with everybody except Thomas. Thomas, Thomas, and them bringing up this um, whole kidnapping thing and everything that he's done in the past when it comes to Beth has been ongoing from day one. They have not let that go. That has been the longest, like most drug, drug out storyline. Is all this stuff going on with Thomas? Yeah. I that I can ever remember happening since uh, Matt Atkinson came over there. Like, what has it been? Two years now? Yeah, I think it was we in 21 now. So, yeah, somewhere like mm-hmm. 19. <laughs> so, they have, it has been nonstop this storyline with Thomas. <laughs> and it mm-hmm. has fallen off of everybody else's um, oh girl, that's a whole. Ooh, uh, I can't wait history. to get there. Like, but Zoe, go ahead. they don't they don't really bring it up with Zoe anymore, except mm-hmm. except every mm-hmm. once in a while when you know Zenday likes to mm-hmm. bring up that Thomas manipulate her. They don't bring it up with Flo anymore, but it has. This has been a yep. stain on on Thomas's character pretty much the entire time that he's been on the show. The obsession with Hope and the thing mm-hmm. that he did with Beth. Has been has followed Thomas this entire time, and it's like, at what point are they going to drop exactly. this with Thomas and just revamp his whole backstory or mm-hmm. his storyline? Because it's yep. it's like really getting old now. Yep, yep, yep. You know, so <clears throat> yeah, to have her just float on in the Steffi house and they, you know, smiling and kiki and laughing at each other, and I'm like. When did y'all get cool with each other <laughs> after everything that happened with Beth? You know, a so called Phoebe and Beth, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Right. And like you say, with Thomas, they're going to hold that over his head yeah. forever. 
Mm-hmm. Even with Quinn, nope. like even a lot of the stuff that she had done in the past, you don't really hear about that anymore. Um, I think the first time it had been brought up in years was when mm-hmm. her and um, Brooke, you know, were at odds with each other. And and Brooke wanted to bring up her past all of a sudden after, you know, no one no one saying anything about uh right. about yeah. Quinn's past up until, you know, this year. Like they, they gave her a break and we still still yeah, are carrying and, and on with Thomas while we and his craziness and his Brooke obsession and what he did to Beth. I will always remember and I'm gonna find it harder to forgive, you know, because of course they let him move in this week. You know, and it's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the last one of Flo and Zoe to, for one, the last one to find out between the three of them and didn't even have a direct impact the on only anything thing that happened is because originally as far as you brought this up when the other two did. I don't know if I think it was last month or maybe in November. But the only thing, because when originally when um, Thomas found out about this, he was finna run and tell. The only reason that switched for him is because he figured now I can use this to get the hope. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that came from Zoe. Zoe was the one that convinced him. So that was how she convinced him not to tell. Say, hey, my sister need because you know his sister was about to get caught up into this nonsense. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, "No, I need to go tell." And she, Zoe, was the one that yeah. put the kibosh yep. on that. Yep. But they want to hold him to the fire for yeah. all of this. You know, they made it look like he was the perpetrator, like he was Doctor Buckingham. Yep. Like he actually stole the baby. He actually bought gate, got money, right. whatever. They act like he was the, you know, the whole sole perpetrator of the whole thing when all he did was, and it was bad. He kept a secret. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to make it look like he did nothing wrong. He did. Right. But at yeah. the same time, so did Flo, so did Dr. Buckingham, and so did Zoe. Flo was the the biggest perpetrator in the whole thing because had she not agreed mm-hmm. to even do it, Doctor Buckingham wouldn't have had anybody to um to give that baby to. Yep. To you know to make it to make it seem like she was the the baby's mother. But you know what? So they Flo decided the, the to biggest wash piece up of the that character by her giving all of a sudden that kidney you know... to Katie. So you know, and making her a Logan. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. they, they had to keep her out of villain zone. Yeah. You know, they wanted, but when they cleaned up her, they cleaned up Zoe because of what Thomas was doing to her and Hope. So now that leaves Thomas left with, <laughs> left holding the bag. <laughs> oh man, that is so crazy. They well, need I'm to ready get for him a new girlfriend. Too, I'm tired of him being uh, something. And get him out of hope and crazy. Orbit. I mean, they sure do. I don't even know who's available. Yeah, there is no other girls on there. Mm-mm. Nobody mm-hmm. right now. But yeah, that's Zoe it. I mean, the only other one, Paris. 
but unless they bring summer to town, yeah. and that would be a whole remake of Austin in summer, but that would be kind of fun. But okay, so did we have anything else on <laughs> yeah. that side with the whole thing with Thomas Steffi fan hope? Okay, I'm trying to make sure we didn't miss anything. No. All right, this else? other big chunk of nonsense. I won't call it nonsense, but um, is this thing with Zoe? Oh my God, girl, she is looking <laughs> really bad right now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, we had just got yeah, her out of that because I mean, people was hating her when the whole Beth thing came to the forefront, and then they kind of cleaned her up when she got victimized by the, the dangerous Thomas. Yeah. And then now we're back to making her look really bad and people are taking right. this way too far. Um, guys, is again, and I'm going to keep doing this on this show mm-hmm. and in the groups. This is a soap. These are actors. They're playing a part. Just because they have her playing this rude sister act doesn't mean you need to attack Kiara Barnes personally. So that's just my two second rant. Oh gosh, yes. She needs to because you know she has a big smile. Oh, that was her features, her teeth, her eyes, how bony she is. I mean, listen, you don't like Zoe the character, that's one thing. Leave the person behind the character. It's a person behind that character. It's a real person who doesn't act like the Zoe we see on TV. Okay, so give it a rest. I'm sorry. I just, I don't like bullying. I don't like cyberbullying. I don't like personal bullying. I don't like bullying of any type. And they go in deep. And yes, is it a controversial thing that she's doing in this particular storyline? Yes. But that doesn't mean you attack the actress. (laughs) So, all right. Yeah, it's no more controversial than. I mean, what, what is what is she doing different than? It's it's just other something about over the years her. They've been in the position I mean, is there specific in? characters that they do this? I you know, and like that, I told you, one. I comment, I do commentary on a lot of different shows, and there's a spe- specific type of people that they do this to. They mm-hmm. there there's a lot more darker and deeper judgment when it comes to specific actors and okay. actresses. And it's 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 crazy. So, um anywho, back to Zoe gotcha. mode. Um yeah. Kiara Barnes is obviously acting doing a great job with the storyline mm-hmm. because she's really affecting and putting a lot of people in their feelings. <laughs> so I gotta give Kiara kudos on that because she is definitely playing mm-hmm. that part. And um, with this whole thing with Paris, and well, first let's start mm-hmm. with Carter and her because Carter's over the moon. He's excited. I- I'm about to do something great for you, and I know you're going to be happy. And he's like, we about to offer your sister a job. Mm-hmm. And he- she's like, oh, no. <laughs> But um, okay, so let's start with that conversation. <laughs> what do you think about that? 
Mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be the thing mm-hmm. that woke mm-hmm. Carter up. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing how mad Zoe was about them offering that job to Paris. Not necessarily woke him up to where he would see that she was, you know, jealous of the relationship with Zenday, but kind of like woke him up like, why are you tripping? But he didn't. I mean, he questioned her, but then was like, oh, well, I'm sorry I didn't check with you first before I talked to Paris. Um, please forgive me, blah, 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 type of thing. And Went back Girl, to being, I was so mad with him. I don't want to call him dumb, but went back to being old well, gullible Carter. Right, you and know, the thing not is, seeing is that there that was something else behind you. Going to let your okay, you the COO of a multinational corporation, the COO. Okay, yes, you going to let your girlfriend, your fiance, girlfriend, whatever, tell you who you can't hire. And you then turn around and say, "Well, you know what? I take your opinion seriously." You. So, I'm, are you? Uh, this is a business decision, girl. I was so mad with Carter. I'm like, <laughs> right. Not only is it a business decision, not only is it a business decision, she, but she, don't listen, know nothing about the remember when she was trying she her best to, do, to have uh, Thomas get her back her job at Forrester. You just got your job back and then you're going to try to dictate to Carter who he should and should not hire. You barely got your toe in the door. Exactly. <laughs> and his old dumb butt did it. Yeah, that's what made it worse. <laughs> I can't believe that Carter listened to it. I mean, seriously. Her, I think that's what... You're going to let this yeah. girl strong arm you and tell you, no, I don't want you to, I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't hire my sister in this company. And it's like, girl, I would have laughed her up out of here. I'd be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. You're a model. And look, ain't nothing wrong with modeling. So I don't want anybody to just take that. But you model for the company. But you're going to tell the COO who they, who they can't hire? Exactly. You barely in there. Right. And you there by the skin of your teeth anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I wish he needed to definitely press her harder about what her issue was because that excuse she gave of um, well, if she messes up, then it's going to look bad on you. That could have been used on you too. That excuse could be used for anybody that he hires. Because, because you definitely hired. made the the company look bad with everything that was going on with yes. what you had going on. So what are you talking about? Exactly. They could have and Carter should have said, "Well, oh no, I'm sorry." <laughs> right. But go ahead, girl. I'll let you go. <laughs> no, you you good. I, I, I think I know where you were going. But and yeah, I, I was not happy with Carter in that book. moment. I was like, "No, you ain't gonna let this girl <laughs> tell you what to do. You're the, I mean, if and as yeah. a business person, if I was rich, I mean, you know, I'd be like, dude, you, we hired you to make quality business decisions. <laughs> what do you mean somebody told you who you shouldn't hire? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're gonna go run into your fiance every time you got to make a decision about something and gonna take her her opinion on it, right? That's true, which, too. But still, I mean, I guess maybe that's going a little overboard. You ain't got that much because clout. It was her sister now, Brooke has but, clout, <laughs> yeah. Brooke can tell Ridge, uh, no, right? You know, Brooke been around that company for over 30 right. years. You know, I could see her saying, mm, maybe don't hire that because I mean, she right. she's part of the not the force, the family matriarch, but she's the matriarch of that company. So, and she's on the board, so she has a say so when it comes to stuff like that. And she's on the board, but Zoe, who just got her job back, yeah, okay, yeah, mm hmm, um. Yeah, I like that scene between her and and Carter, and well, then the one between Zoe okay, and Okay, so before like, we jump into the whole Zoe and Paris conversation, Carter has the nerve to go and try to find Ridge and track him down and tell him don't do it. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was too through. I was like, dude, yeah, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm-mm. not at all. And then yeah, in the meantime, okay, so now we right can now. switch over to that aspect. In the meantime, she comes in there, pairs, oh my God, sis, guess what? And Zoe looking like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Girl, I mean, yeah, she was really mean and nasty. She was like, I don't want to say you all and then she sounded like a little whiny brat full of tears just crying oh my god I mean you try to take everything why do you have she mm-hmm. don't even want her to be in LA now right which that alone would um what kind of send me some type of like uh, yeah. like why is it that you don't want me in the same city as you because yeah, she was like, you, you have try to be in my spotlight and follow me around everywhere I go. You had to come here when I came. I'm like, all I hear is violin tears from you. I mean, seriously. I mean, she was laying it on thick. Well, all this got to do with a do. Exactly. All of this is over a man. You got you engaged to the CEO of a multinational company, and that ain't good enough for you. So you go and tell him what to do. Try to control him. Get mad at him, and then turn around and try to you know be rude to your sister and everything over a dude that you don't even know where this gonna go. At least with Carter, this dude have professed his love. I want you to move in. You it's right there in front of you. You don't even know what's going to happen with Zenday. This mm-hmm. dude, and plus, he got a whole ex wife somewhere. Am I? Mm-hmm. My question is if it wasn't Paris, her, her own sister, who I guess maybe she feels like she's got some control over the situation. Probably. What if it was so. some one of the other she models? She probably in the was sabotaging. Would you still be acting this crazy about it? Them. Probably so, you know, but okay, let's yeah. kind of dive back deep into this whole conversation. Excuse me, this whole conversation with um, Zoe and and Paris. 
She was really excited about the opportunity. And of course, you know, she's talking about you gotta turn it down. I don't want I don't want you to be here. Then she makes this statement about I don't wanna seem selfish, but this is where I work. I wanna have this. And I'm like, You barely got it back. Barely. Mm-hmm. Right. And you are a model. You're not, you don't have any, like you said, you don't have any clout in that company. You don't have any space. Yeah, they go and tell you, put this on. You don't even really have a space over what you model. Put on your Because you go where they tell you to go. You know, and I mean, look, it's it's a job that she had, but because you are dating it, because she don't even want this girl walking around in the hallways. I mean, it's just like, it it, it was, uh, it, it, it was a, horrible situation because she was really rude to that girl she want her to leave town you can go work anywhere in this world just you can't work here you can't work here mm-hmm. and, she, and she's not even being honest with her about why like she's just she's using this whole are you trying to follow in my footsteps or are you trying to be like me type of excuse like she's annoyed by it and she's not being honest with her about why she's being that way so I feel like that alone should make parents you know should throw up some flags for parents because have they had this issue in the past if it's never been an issue in the past of where Zoe has felt like Paris is is trying to to take what she has or is trying to be like her and it's annoying her then if I was Paris, I'd be like, where is this coming from? Like, when have we ever had this issue with you? Yeah, me, I with mean, each other? the other now part that, that really got on, you my, think that you know, cut on my skin a little bit about this conversation, and she had the same conversation with mm-hmm. Carter, is how she was down downplaying her experience in education. People spend thousands and thousands of dollars to go to college to mm-hmm. get the degree. You're going to want to work in a position that merits what you went to school for. You, some people got to start somewhere. And if a, a, a big company comes and say, right. hey, I want you to head up our um, nonprofit division that deals with you know, inequalities and things like that, and you have a degree in social work, mm-hmm. that's what you go to school for, for careers like that. And for, you know, her to say, well, she's not experienced, she just got out of yeah. college. Well, kids that just get out of college, more often than not, are looking for jobs like that. <laughs> so, I mean, of course. Right. And she knew what she was saying wasn't true. She she knows she knows that Paris has, you know, mm-hmm. probably the drive and the knowledge to, mm-hmm. to do what they are trying to hire her for. Girl, I, I'm wondering how this is gonna blow up. Because she didn't want them to hire She still and here's the thing, I could see if her and Zenday, Zoe and Zenday were sneaking around doing stuff. You know, then there's a reason to fight, I guess. I'm just using it. Mm-hmm. But you fight for something that you really don't even have or even know you're going to get. Yeah. 
you know, you was about to destroy your relationship with, with Carter and about to damage right. and destroy your relationship with your sister with the unknown of Zenday. I think that's what I think that's what the most frustrating exactly. thing is for me is that you 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 and Zenday don't have anything. Yeah. You just don't want him to have anything with your sister because you can't have anything with him. And you're doing all of this, like you said, you you're doing all of this damage to your relationship with your sister over a man that right. you should, you're not with thing and you don't is, even know if you're gonna be with him in the future because right now you're engaged to somebody get else. Zenday to bail her out. Which he tried to, that text message from way back, what, last month or November, that text message where, Mm -hmm. you know, he tried to send and say, hold up, don't go see Carter. It didn't get through. Okay. If you know you're not sure and this dude say, I need you, first of all, you ain't want to move in with him. You move in, you go over there, you sleep with him. And then turn around. Now you, you know, got to. Mm-hmm. You should have never even accepted it. You, you know, and that's what makes this thing so messy because she, now she's stuck in a position of being engaged, right. and she keep placating to Carter by because he comes in. There's my, you know, sweet thing. There she is. Blah blah blah. She just busts up with this big old smile, knowing deep yes, down she she's fighting tooth and nail to yeah. try to. Um, to try to um, you know get with Zenday. Yeah, so I don't know. It's yeah. It's crazy. Zenday still frustrates frustrates me too because there's still obvious obviously some type of feeling there from him as well and he he doesn't like. Yes, she's engaged, but if your feelings are that strong for her that you're gonna make a face every yeah. time Carter and Zoe are together, then say something and see what mm-hmm. happens. But also, don't go flirting with her sister because you know yep. you got feelings for her. Yep, yep. Uh, it, it's it's so, cringeworthy yeah. to watch that. You Yeah, I just can't wait so until either is, Carter or will she lose her job Paris over this messiness. What's going on there? Mm-hmm. I mean, would it, you do? It may not. I mean, maybe she ends up with, but then what happens? Because um, they obviously yeah, that's just bring Paris on, think... and then she's out. I mean, it's possible. But if they put her with Zenday, then that means Paris floats around. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, but she is so young. I can't see them putting those two together. And if they Yeah. And 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 of course Paris was much younger. I wouldn't want them to put Carter and Zoe. I don't know how old the actress is that she probably around the same age as uh, as uh Kiera. Because Kiera ain't that old. She probably about twenty one, twenty two, I think. I could be wrong. Huh? Let me see. Hold on. I'll pull up right now. I will check. You know you? Okay. She's 24? Okay. She's 24. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what's the actresses? The actress that plays. Um, yeah, so they're a couple Johnny years. White. So then, I mean, I and of course she's you know, twenty two. Um, so they're two years. The guy, um, what is his name? The guy that plays Carter. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, he's almost forty. Lawrence. Thanks. So, you Victor, know, I mean, to put Paris, if that whole thing implodes with Zoe, it, it's just, mm, I, I don't know. I don't see a, a on-screen chemistry fit there. Mm-mm. So, being that that's being, well, with that being yeah. said, what Me does neither. that mean then? Because if they end up keeping Zenday around um, Paris, and of course, the, you know Zoe breaks up with Carlo. What happens to Paris in this? I mean, what happens to Zoe in this? I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Does she just stay working there, yeah. just floating in time as a model now? Who knows? It, right. It's it's just, it's going to be interesting to see how this is going to blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I don't know where they where they would go with this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I almost feel like what will happen because of the scenarios that you're bringing up with um, Paris floating around and Carter would end up he'd end up floating around again alone. Um, is that it's going to come out and then. Carter and Zoe will work things out, and then that'll leave Zoe yeah. and Paris to, to yeah. be together. If they, so. you know, if they're going to keep that character on screen. Or maybe they just, I, you know, what I just think Thomas and I would, Zoe I would have together. liked if they I wouldn't mind seeing that. that when he was with her. And pull him away from hope at that point. Like, oh my God, I was obsessed with her, but being with you, yeah. I fell in love with you. I would have preferred that story. You know. You know. Because he was landing on thick. Yeah, that would have nice. So. Yeah, he was. And that would be, so that would be the only um even mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. with all of this drama that's going on between Liam and Steffi and this possible pregnancy, even if they end up putting Thomas and Hope together, it will kind of it would still kind of be unsatisfying because it would be like it's only happening now because her and Liam are mm-hmm. together. I would have rather, like you said, I would have rather seen Thomas with somebody else. And then that's how Hope realizes that she's interested in Thomas because she sees that he's unavailable now. And now there's a, a triangle that doesn't include Liam. And it's a triangle of Thomas, whoever he's dating, and Hope. But mm-hmm. I know that that would be difficult to pull yep. off because of the, the history between so, Liam and, and Hope. Yeah, girl, I, um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how all of this unfolds and where where they go with this. I mean, so now we got we're left with until next week, um this pregnancy that, you know, Steffi has and the look on Liam's face was complete shock, like what? 
and then of course where yeah. where do we go from here whether you know because she asked her sister should I take the job I wanted to get your opinion and she's like no don't do it nope don't take it you know and so I'm hoping that she does screw forget yeah. what you're saying this is my life my career I hope she does too I hope she does too. And if 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 it does turn out to where she's, you know, goes back to regionals, like, well, you know, my sister said she didn't think it was a good idea because of blah blah blah. I hope Ridge goes Ooh, and says something to Zoe. That would like, be a good. You know, I, I know you don't think it's a good idea, but I really want your sister working here, so I'm gonna go back to her. Yep, I'm gonna go back to her, offer her this job again, and encourage her to take it because this is we need somebody like her. On Listen, you know our, I want to uh, see if Zoe try to override, was, try to but basically on the forester team. You know that's not gonna happen because she's gonna be looking crazy. And and throw this in here too. Mm-mm. If he jumps up and say, "Listen, yep. you're telling her that she can't work here. We gave you an opportunity, especially after everything happened. Why not give your sister an opportunity as well that she's qualified for?" You can't say nothing. Oh, yeah. Girl, she can't yes. say nothing after that. That nope. would be perfect. If and especially coming from Ridge. Because even if Carter said that, then nothing she would probably try to play all my feelings and her. Oh, you trying to say I thought you loved mm-hmm. me, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can't pull that role with Ridge. Yeah. You know, or even Eric or somebody. You know what I mean? So. Right. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, interesting, <laughs> interesting. So, did we cover everything? Yeah. All right, all right. So, that is both. Um, so. We're done now with part one and part two of both The Young and the Restless and Bold and Beautiful for the 28th through December 31st. That was the last of that 2020 year. Um, okay, so now we're going to jump into the segment Flip the Script. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, Flip the Script is basically, you know, if there's a storyline or a scene that you would do differently, we would state what that is. So go ahead with what your Flip the Script is for both shows. Okay. Um, My Y&R Flip the Script is Nate and Elena. Um, And I wish I wish that Elena would just tell put her mm-hmm. foot down with Nate and tell Nate right now we're just friends. I don't want anything more than that. Um okay. and if you can't handle that then That's a good one. maybe we don't need to be friends right now until you can get over it. Because week after week yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like week after week Nate does something to try to push them into something mm-hmm. more than what they are. And it's like he's not listening to Elena when she says, I'm not ready for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that's my flip the script for that. Just a little short and simple one. Um, mm-hmm. my, my bold and beautiful flip the script, of course, is going to be Carter and, and Zoe. I wish Carter would have pushed her more to explain why she is so like adamantly against Paris being hired because the the emotion that she put behind uh no I don't want you hiring her is mm-hmm. more than a well I don't want you hiring her because 
if she messes up, it'll make you look bad. Like, there was too much emotion behind that. It had to be something deeper, and I wish Carter would have mm-hmm. pushed further, pushed more okay. for her to explain that cool, reason. Cool, cool, cool. Um, her reason behind so, it. So, um, my uh, flip the script for um, the young and the restless would have been Adam, go home. Don't, don't. You shouldn't have been, you shouldn't have been there. You shouldn't have been there. And 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 not even if Chelsea oh, yeah. was alive, well and healthy, she's alive. <laughs> but if she was well yeah. and healthy, everything was good, you should not have been there. They didn't want you there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Chance and Abby already told you, don't come right. near here. You ran into Phyllis. Phyllis tried to read you on what happened. And you'll show up anyway. Mm-hmm. Go home, Adam. You know, I used to say, go home, Roger. Yeah, go home, Adam. Yeah, he shouldn't have, I, girl, mm-mm. He should have took his behind Roger. home. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, whether she was sick or not, you shouldn't have been there. Why are you pining after Sharon? Yeah, definitely. Um, when you told this girl that you, you're done, yep. you know, Chelsea, that, you know, I'm all in. Right. She means nothing to me. I'm here for you. No, you shouldn't have been there. Okay. And then on um, on the bold and the beautiful mm-hmm. with um, well first it's with, well, I think I have two of them. Well, the first one is with uh, Liam and Hope. Liam need to call him out. I mean, not Liam. Hope need to call Liam out because you acting squirrely. You know, you you act like you're constipated because that's the way that you look on your face. Mm-hmm. Something wrong with you. <laughs> and you should know this man by now that when something's wrong with him, he has you need to you need to hold him to whatever's going on with him. The other thing is is um with Zoe and that whole thing right yeah. there. I'm going to need Paris to tell Zoe to go sit down somewhere. Listen, this is my life. I, you know, I went to school for this. I spent years of education and money, Mm -hmm. whether she got a scholarship or not. She spent somebody's money to do exactly what I went to school for. And if this opportunity is here available for me, I'm taking it. I don't care what you say. You know, I, that's what I would, and maybe she might, but that's what I would hope for instead of her saying, okay, whatever. And the same thing with Carter. I, look, I'm, I, I appreciate your thought. I'm the COO here. I have to make this decision. I think this is a good business decision. I know you might not like it. I know that's your sister and all, but this is what's best for the company. Stop running around and we're looking for Riz trying to tell him otherwise. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. So that that's mine. Did you have any more? You can throw a couple more in there if you saw something. I know I had three up in there. So if you got more. <clears throat> no, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have any more, but I I definitely agree with the uh, mm-hmm. calling out Liam. Uh, but she's so like like I said, they making her so she's mm-hmm. like Carter. She's right. like absolutely clueless as to things that are, are going on around her Mm-mm. that she doesn't know to call them out because she don't she doesn't 
she doesn't realize that there's something that's really going on. So I don't know. I just I don't know that that it's frustrating watching her be so hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. call her stupid, but I mean, yeah, she's being stupid. It's frustrating watching that. Mm-hmm. But that's what old and the beautiful seems to do with these women. They they just had them looking all kinds of mm-hmm. things on the show over. Yeah. Yeah, and we then we got another example now with Zoe and her little mm-hmm. antics. There was one thing that um that I forgot to mention on Y and R, which n- nothing you know big or anything like mm-hmm. that, but um when Lily and Billy mm-hmm. were talking about um the article that Billy wanted to do on her and Chance and and Ray, and he said something about um. I want to, you know, write an Ooh. article on how the justice system mm-hmm. works or how it worked or something like that. And she was like, well, let's not forget it worked because you're an It actor. was a passing moment, yeah. I love that she called mm-hmm. him out on that. And they didn't make, you know, a big a big thing about it. It was just like a small subtle... It's rich. Yeah, mm-hmm. some, a small subtle statement that she made, but it was... But she's right. It worked because he's he's rich. Yep, not... You know, the same thing probably wouldn't happen for somebody that didn't have money to get out on bail and didn't have all these other resources or, you know, didn't know people mm-hmm. with, with resources yeah. to try to figure out yeah. what happened. So, so it was a pretty good show, I even like though we had four days. We should be back on track to having five days until March Madness comes up. I don't know if it's pushed back this year or if it's still on target with everything that's going on, but... We should now, with the holidays being over, get, uh, you know, consistent every day unless there are some, mm-hmm. you know, new shows that happen to jump in or something. But, um, yeah, we should be back on track now for the new year. So, all right. Well, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, other than that, thank you guys so much for continuously supporting same, same. The, uh, the show and listening to us. And uh, we enjoy doing this every, you know, every week for you guys. So um, other than that, I don't have anything else. Okay. So until next week, which we will recap the week of the 4th through the 9th. Nope, me neither. Um, you know, other than that, we will see you next week. And stay, yeah, happy new year and stay safe and be happy and be blessed. Bye. Happy new year, everybody. We hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode and enjoyed both parts, part one and two. We do apologize for the break in between the two, which is why we have two parts this week. Look forward to speaking with you next weekend.